are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. And talk about all the things that we usually do mention in the beginning of our show to sort of preview what TKO is all about. Actually, this week, uh, we sort of have a little bit of everything to talk about, especially that last part that I just talked about. Talk about some legendary athletes, you know, how far they have come in the game, where they initially got started, and where they are now. So, this is going to get interesting. So, hello, everybody. What is happening, my friends? TKO Nation, as you already know, it's your girl, Jana, right here. I hope you guys are well. I know there are probably some University of Guelph students out there listening to this. Well, as always, because we're usually broadcasted locally throughout the Guelph and nearby regions. So there's a really high chance that there's obviously there's a lot of university students listening to uh, to our station overall. Shout out to CFRU 93.3 FM. So having said all that, uh, I'm pretty sure by the time you guys are listening to this, it is reading week and it's almost coming to an end which is kind of sad but at the same time i'm pretty happy to get back on the grind from next week on because you know every now and then you just sort of need that break in your life and you just need to just just take time out of your day to just sleep in to just rest in because not only do you need it physically but you also need it emotionally and mentally and it is essential that you take care of yourself okay but when i say take care of yourself i don't mean you know sit down on the couch watch tv all day or you know just just eat junk food all day i don't mean self-care like that that is definitely not self-care self-care like i said is not being sleep deprived first of all that is the number one issue for uh, not just university students but pretty much everybody who is living in this day and age so please do not be sleep deprived try to take care of yourself in that way um and just just try to meditate you know take care of your soul and spirit as well i know it's kind of hard but try to try to focus on one thing and then not just just uh, you know, blur out everything else that is happening around you, okay? Things that are bothering you and whatnot. Just, just don't think about them for at least like five minutes. I know it might sound like a lot, but the more practice you get with meditation, the better you get at it and the better it is for you actually. So science has actually shown that the brains of those who meditate a lot on, on a regular basis is actually different from those who don't and part of their brain that is uh, responsible for memory and learning which is called the hippocampus is so much bigger even as you age it still remains bigger 
And you can probably imagine what sort of implication that has in your life overall, because you will just, you know, feel like you have uh, mental access to everything. And, you know, I'm pretty sure you've seen like uh, this image online of, you know, how when you have a really strong um, power of mind, you could say, I know it doesn't really make sense, but you know what I'm saying? Like you can, you can control um, the situations that you're dealing with better and just 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 live your life a little bit better. So like I said, you know, long story short, whoever you are listening to this right now, try to take care of yourself. Even if you're not really um, going through a break or something, like you don't have any days off and you actually have to work 24-7, seven days a week, totally understand that. But still try to take some time out of your day to, to just take care of yourself and to just maintain your physical, emotional, and mental well-being, okay? That is all that matters, okay? So... Now, ladies and gentlemen, what a time to be alive. Okay, in terms of combat sports, a lot has happened in the world, okay? And a lot has actually been announced to be happening in the upcoming weeks and months, okay? So we're definitely going to be talking about those, uh, at least a few of those, if we have some time. And, okay, first of all, let's talk about this past weekend because as we broke it down last week on the show... Like we said, we had the great fight between, at least we thought it was going to be great, the, f- the fight between Cain Velasquez, the legendary heavyweight in mixed martial arts against the, the new prospect, the new heavyweight prospect in the UFC, Francis Ngannou. So actually, I'm not going to talk about it right now, but that's just sort of what we have com- uh, coming up for today because I think it's really important what happened during that fight and what sort of implications the, the outcome of that fight fight actually has for both of these guys so i know by by now you probably know what happened and you know some of you might be disappointed with the results and i i know all of that because when i actually watched the fight myself i was uh, having some sort of a bittersweet um feeling myself so i'll be definitely going through that today do not despair what else do we have uh, coming up for today? So actually, shout out to all my Canadian fighters out there, all of my Canadian mixed martial artists and martial artists overall out there. Of course, we're wrapping Canada out here. And um, there's actually a lot going on with um, some of our um, really well-known Canadian mixed martial artists. So I will get into those um, updates in a few seconds. Okay, so that is um, sort of pretty much what we have lined up for today. And I know we don't really have a major fight card to break down for today. Although um, I'm just going to put it out there in case we don't have time to break it down in, in thorough detail. There is a fight card for UFC happening this upcoming weekend and listen i'm not sure if bellator is also having an event this upcoming weekend but you know i will i will probably double check and i'll let you guys know on social media but you guys already know if you are a diehard diehard fan you probably know what sort of cards are coming up but then like i said i just want to put it out there like keep an eye out for for some of the fight cards that might be happening over this upcoming weekend okay so there is that and now without further ado let's get started okay so first of all um, yes, actually, I want to get this Francis Ngannou and Cain Velasquez um, fight topic out of the way because I know it's sort of um, in the past now, but still, I feel like it's really important to talk about it. 
So like I said last week, this fight was supposed to be really exciting, guys, because like I said, we had Cain Velasquez who had been in the game for such a long time. He used to be a champion, a heavyweight champion at the UFC. And everybody thought that, oh, this is going to be his comeback fight and that he's going to come back and revenge everything that he has, you know, lost over the over the years and uh, pretty much um, uh, re redeem himself for, for everything. And we were thinking all of these things, correct? And nobody was really talking about Francis Ngannou. And everybody was just hyping this fight up because of um, Kane's, Kane's return. And because of the fact that he was finally going to be returning to the octagon after about 1,000 days, okay? And the main reason why Kane had actually been out of the cage for that long was because he kept on getting injured, like, one after another. So... He would have one fight and then he would break and like not literally break, but he would injure his back and then he would go into recovery, try to get into to fight camp. He would get into another fight and then lo and behold, he would pop out his knee or something or his hand would break and everything would just go wrong with them, which, which is really, really unfortunate because when you're somebody as talented and powerful and, um, uh, you know, as good as a fighter as Cain Velasquez, it just really sucks because all of those injuries are going to put you behind and not really going to help you advance in your, in your professional career, especially if you're someone like Cain who was, who, when he was fighting in the UFC, like consecutively without any breaks, he was, Definitely at his prime, and um, I know there's still a lot of people out there who would regard Cain Velasquez as potentially one of the greatest heavyweights uh, in mixed martial arts ever. So that just shows you how how um, great of an athlete Cain Velasquez is, and how how exciting it actually was just to anticipate this um, this um, return and this comeback fight for him okay regardless of the results right however okay first of all before i actually get into what actually happened in the fight i'm gonna briefly talk about francis Ngannou's um, side of this side of the story so what happened with francis Ngannou in this particular fight i i mean i'm pretty sure i'm not the only one who saw this but he was not nearly as much um, promoted as Cain velasquez because like I said, even Dana White, the president of the UFC, was was rooting for sort of Kane uh, making his comeback and potentially defeating Francis Ngannou so that he would come back into the heavyweight division and potentially even get a title shot or at least have have a few exciting fights and fights that will sell well in terms of pay-per-views and tickets and all of that, right? So... There was not enough promotion in favor of Francis Ngannou at all, which really sucked because honestly, when if if what if something uh, like the exact opposite of what you predicted would happen? Well, obviously, it's not good because the fans are going to be confused, especially those fans who are not really familiar with the sport and literally just tuned in to ESPN to just watch a casual fight on um, UFC Fight Nights. And they don't even know who the guy who won actually is because he hasn't been promoted. He hasn't been marketed. And that was a problem with that. So... I mean, I, I know the UFC has a lot of um, smart business heads uh, in, in their, in their um, 
staff in they they probably think everything through but I, but in this particular case i just feel like it wasn't properly thought through however coming into this fight let's talk about the actual fight itself it was a very short fight as you guys probably saw for yourself it only lasted about 27 seconds in the very first round what happened was that uh came velasquez even so the referee says go and then came velasquez he is trying to be dynamic maybe because he knows that if he stands still then there's a really high chance that Francis Ngannou is going to throw a really powerful shot towards him and he just wants to um, sort of keep Ngannou thinking um, uh, on his feet so that he's not really set to to sort of cock his his power shot you know so that he will throw it with full-on power he wants he wants Francis Ngannou to to keep on thinking and not really be sure when to throw the punch right that's all he is trying to do because Kane knows especially coming after such such a long layoff he knows that he's probably not going to be um, you know, well matched to to this opponent of his, Francis Ngannou, especially if he has actually seen a few highlights of uh, Francis Ngannou's, well, he probably knows what knockout power he carries with his punches, correct? So that is what Cain Velasquez is trying to do. And we all know that Cain Velasquez comes from a very strong wrestling background, so maybe he's just trying to do this, standing up, trying to keep dynamic on his feet and try to um, sort of move around and not really be, you know, straight in front of Francis Ngannou so that he can potentially later go for a takedown and take the fight to the ground, especially because we have seen Francis Ngannou show a lot of holes and weaknesses in his wrestling game, so maybe that was what Cain Velasquez was trying to do. Anyway, so when the fight actually started, I mean, for as long as it lasted, this was pretty much what what happened. So, friend, uh, not, excuse me, Cain Velasquez, he was, uh, like I said, dynamic on his feet, and he was trying to throw kicks, okay, towards Francis Ngannou to keep him away at a distance, right? But as he was doing all those things, because he looked super rushed, and because um, he just thought that the, the because Kane thought that the fight was going to be um, conducted at such a high pace, he was just it, it felt like he was in such a hurry and in such a rush that wasn't really necessary. So because of that, you know, he was trying to move his feet super fast and he was trying to throw those uh, those kicks super fast. So as he was doing all those things, his balance was just, in, it wasn't there properly, okay? So he, he, he could have easily been thrown down if you even pushed him. That's, that's how bad his balance was because of all the, all the rush that he was, um, you know, persisting to, to carry on. And it just didn't make sense. And it was actually really, really annoying because when you see someone as experienced as Cain Velasquez, you wouldn't expect something uh, like some sort of an amateur uh, mistake like that to, to go wrong with him, right? But he was still doing it. I mean, it's so disappointing, but he was doing it. And then he saw that Francis Ngannou, like he was probably going to attack him right there. Right, so he goes, Cain Velasquez goes for a takedown and he corners Francis Ngannou 
And then as Cain uh, Velasquez is trying to, is, you know, go for that takedown and actually complete that takedown, unfortunately, because of the fact that, like I said, he was so rushed and because of the fact that he was so rushed, he couldn't really properly distance himself while he was trying to um, pin him to, to the corner of the cage and... Um, he just like his knees just just um let out and and it, 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 bu- it buckled under him so he completely lost his balance like officially lost his balance and then his knee i think there was something wrong with his with the ligaments the ligaments of his knee because his knee completely gave out so because of that he goes down i mean i hate to to laugh at this but it's just it was just really disappointing to see Kane make such immature mistakes like that, okay? So his knee buckles, he goes down, he loses the balance, and he's obviously in a lot of pain because his knee, like, went out the wrong way. And uh, I don't know about you, but just, just watching the video in slow motion, it just looked really, really painful. And, I mean, it could have been prevented if if Kane sort of thought this through in a, in a, in a more um, wise way, you could say. But unfortunately, he didn't. It was just he thought that he has to, he had to rush through this fight in order to to secure a, a dominant position for himself. But things went the exact opposite way because as his knee buckled under him, Francis Ngannou saw that opportunity and he threw a very big uppercut that threw him literally to the ground, threw Cain Velasquez to the ground, and uh, Francis just just went on top of him for for a finishing ground and pound. And there was the referee stopped the fight. And it, in my eyes, it just it just ended so fast that I wouldn't wouldn't even consider it a full fight. But I don't know. Maybe that was that was um, how it, it should have been because who knows what actually would have happened if the fight was to be conducted for the full five five minute rounds. Okay, so so maybe that was the best thing. I mean, I hate to say it again. Maybe that was the best thing that could have possibly happen to Kane so that he wouldn't actually acquire brain damage from from the shots that Francis Ngannou would have thrown towards um, his temple. But again, it was just really disappointing because, um, you know, as a main event, he would just want a really good and clean fight and a really fair fight. And it just, even though it was, it was ended up really, really early, you just wanted to see more. But at the same time, you know, if we did want to see more, then it would have, it wouldn't have been super safe for, for either one of these fighters, especially for Cain Velasquez. So it really does suck to see Cain Velasquez in that position. And it's really hard to to make a prediction for him in terms of what he has in front of him for for, for future fights. Hopefully, maybe okay, maybe if the UFC gave him an easier fight for a warm up fight and for a legitimate combat fight, this wouldn't have actually happened because Francis Ngannou. Let's not forget, even before this fight, he was one of the top con- contenders in the heavyweight division in the UFC. And Kane, he hasn't fought in so many years. And then you just match him up with someone who is in the top three in the weight division. Well, obviously, that is a very big mistake. I mean, they should have just should have probably matched Kane up with someone probably ranked like seven or eight. Someone like Mark Hunt or I don't know, uh, Tai Tuivasa. You know, some of the guys that are not necessarily super high ranked in the division, but are still talented and still do present some challenges to someone like Cain Velasquez. 
but are st you know still not as um, as top notch, you could say, as um, uh, Francis and Ganu. So maybe if the UFC match came with someone else in the weight division, um, then he would have had a better chance coming back into the octagon. But now, I mean, it is what it is. It is uh, something that has already um, occurred so there's nothing else that we can do about it at this point but I just really hope that Kane well obviously he was he was injured after his knee buckle in the fight but I just hope that he makes a really fast comeback and that he properly recovers and that he does a lot of strength and conditioning because as you were thinking to yourself well why would his knee you know go out like that 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 fast in a fight I mean he's a heavyweight He's been in the game for so long. Why would his knee do something like that? Well, the, the answer is if he had actually done proper strength and conditioning, um, he probably, that could have actually been prevented. Potentially, not saying that it would have for sure been prevented, but it, it would the, the chance of him being injured like that in that fight would have been so much less. So hopefully for his upcoming fights, can Velasquez get a better um, strength and conditioning coach? Works a lot on his um, muscle building. I know he's a heavyweight, but still as a heavyweight, he has so much potential to, to build a lot of muscle. And um, he needs to, I mean, wrestling is important. Striking is important. Um, sparring is important. All those things are important. But then at the same time, you need to strengthen your muscles and, and just take care of your, your um, building units, you could say in order to be ultimately successful in a fight. So that's my suggestion for Cain Velasquez. And shout out to Francis Ngannou as well. I mean, although he didn't really get to showcase everything that he had um, um, as, as his weapons, he still won that fight, you know, regardless of how, how the fight ended, whether it was because of um, Kane's knee that the fight was ended or was it because of his big uppercut to Kane that the fight ended, regardless of how it ended, he still won that fight. And um, even in, in even in his uh, post-fight interview, he said that he is back and that he wants to fight for the title. And I mean, okay, like that would be very interesting to see, but... I would still like to see Francis Ngannou fight someone else before he gets to fight for the title because I obviously don't want Francis Ngannou to fight for the title again and he's not really prepared um, mentally at least and uh, he loses again because that's, uh, you know, that's what actually happened when Francis Ngannou got his first ever title shot against the then champion Stipe Miocic. They, the UFC saw that Francis Ngannou was knocking people out left and right. So they just put him up against the champion. And we saw that he wasn't really ready. I mean, yes, he does have that knockout power. But is he a well-rounded mixed martial artist? Well, at that point, he wasn't. He really wasn't. But at this point, like for the upcoming t uh, potential title shot that he's going to get, hopefully he gets a few more fights under his belt. And then after that, after he gains more experience, then he can definitely go for that second title shot against the heavyweight champion, whoever that might actually be in the future. All right. So there was that. So again, shout out to both guys who fought on Saturday nights. Actually, no, it was Sunday. Shout out to both Cain Velasquez and Francis Ngannou. Wow, I actually talked about that fight a lot, but I really wanted to break it down for you guys so that, you know, you guys know how things came about and, you know, yeah. 
all of that. So there's that. And now I just want to briefly talk about the, the news update that I told you guys about, about some of our very own um, Canadian mixed martial artists. Okay, so the first one that I want to talk about is a fight announcement for one of our Canadian MMA fighters. So Elias Theodoro, who actually, shout out to him, because I know that he actually comes to Guelph, Ontario, at our um, very own um, uh, wrestling facility here at the University of Guelph. He comes here and he wrestles with some of our um, wrestlers out here. So that just shows how strong our wrestling is here in Guelph. So shout out to him. Um, so he is actually announced to be to be fighting in um, in May on uh, May fourth and um, in the UFC fight card that is supposed to be happening in Ottawa. Okay, so if you guys uh, can actually buy the tickets and go and support my man Elias Theodoro, definitely do so. He's a phenomenal mixed martial artist and. Um, there's something about his style. His style is really unorthodox and you don't really know what he has coming up for you. And like I said, his style is just not conventional. And um, that would that really does help him um, be, be the dominator in his fights because his opponents can never really guess what's actually coming next. So shout out to him. He is fighting May 4th in Ottawa. So there's that. And also another thing that I want to talk about really important so um i know you guys will probably listen to this in the afternoon correct well now it's in the morning that we are recording this episode but today later today it has been announced that george st pierre our very own gsp has announced to uh retire you know make his retirement announcements later today so shout out to gsp because GSP, he's one of those figures like like Wayne Gretzky, who who um, who defines Canadian sports, especially when it comes to martial arts, Canadian martial arts. When you think about um, uh, Canadian martial arts, you would think about George St. Pierre because of all of his accomplishments, not just in the UFC, but throughout the whole world of martial arts, his karate background. The, the way he conducts himself, the way he trains, the way he, he uh, behaves outside the octagon, how he was dominating in the cage for such a long time, the, the notable fights he has had um, against so many different fighters. And, you know, just, just uh, he's a very um, great athlete and, and, and one of the most legendary um, Canadian martial artists that has ever lived so the fact that he's going to be making his retirement announcement is sort of bittersweet because we know that you know obviously um you know he used to be at his prime back in the day but right now he's he's aging obviously and um it was just it, he, it, this is actually a very smart move for gsb because who knows what's actually going to happen if he decides to make a comeback later into the sport. And, you know, maybe what if he's not really able to deliver anymore because of his um, um, age, his old age. And um, this is I would say this is the best decision. Um, he can just focus on, um, you know, just just um, uh, doing strength and conditioning on himself and just doing great ninja stuff um, on himself and uh, p potentially even coaching. That would be a very, very smart move for George St. Pierre. But if he if he does make that announcement later throughout uh, today, 
Um, we just want to say that we love you, George St. Pierre, and thank you so much for everything that you have done for the sport of mixed martial arts and also for martial arts overall. And you will always be remembered. And I, I would say your name would actually be written in all history books, in all martial arts history books, as someone who made Canada proud as a Canadian mixed martial artist and as a champion. So shout out to you, George St. Pierre. Yeah, GSP. Ah, oh, yeah. So that's all I want to talk about for today, fam. And I know I talked a lot, but at least I'm happy that I talked um, about the things that I really want to talk about in thorough detail, because usually when we have a lot of things to discuss, we don't really get to go into too much detail for all of them. So I am happy overall. And man, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. You guys already know, make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with our previous episode. And what else, man? You also know you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl, Jenna, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.